Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Film Haven Reviews. I am your host, Sawyer, as always, and today we are continuing our theme of horror mystery thriller with the found footage film, As Above, So Below, from 2014. Now, I'm not a huge fan of found footage films. Some of them can be fine. Cloverfield was good. I even like The Blair Witch Project, which is the shakiest of them all, Um, but of course, it's just a little annoying. I mean, it's a little tedious, and sometimes you just want to be like, show me what's going on. And I know that's partly the point, is that you don't know, but I will say with As Above, So Below, on the found footage front, it actually wasn't so bad. There wasn't a lot of shaky cams, the camera was crystal clear, and they had multiple cameras as people had headlamps on that had cameras on them so you had different camera angles as well as a nice steady cam camera that was because they're kind of filming a documentary it makes sense so the movie follows scarlet as she is a reckless historian who is just very honestly disrespectful to the relics in which she is engaging with doing things that a lot of museum curators and other archaeologists and stuff would absolutely cringe at actually trigger warning for all museum curators and archaeologists for this girl will take a priceless slab of archaeology and just grab it and light it on fire just to see the secret message behind it Um, It's very Indiana Jones, maybe a little Laura Croft, Tomb Raider in there, but with just a little bit more of a horror twist, which is nice. I think that's kind of refreshing and a bit of a unique premise. But just like Laura Croft from Tomb Raider, she is following in her father's footsteps, and her dad uh, killed himself and went crazy in search for the Philosopher's Stone, which is the alchemist's prize possession back in the middle ages when science and alchemy and all the were all one thing the philosopher's stone was this occult item that if you were to get it you could turn base metals into gold and it even could have the key to eternal life and uh so she thinks it's real just because her father thinks it's real and so she's been on this quest to find it And so you follow her as this documentarian is trying to follow her in her quest to find the stone. So she gets to Paris after finding a rose key, which is basically like a Rosetta stone for this specific Aramaic base language that's been forgotten, of course. And she it takes her to Paris where she has a friend who can read Aramaic and translate these symbols and they find out that the Philosopher's Stone just may well be in the bottom of the catacombs of Paris, which of course is super metal. Um, If you know me, you know that I love a good graveyard, big graveyard person, and there's nothing better than going into a graveyard that is underground. I've never been to the catacombs. I've never been to France, but it is definitely on my bucket list. I very much want to go here. And so the fact that 95% of the movie takes place within the catacombs is a big old plus for me. 
of course, she can't go to the regular catacombs. She's got to go to these back areas that people don't go to. And in order to do that, she finds a local who takes people into the less traveled areas of the catacomb. As exemplified by the fact that in order to even get in there, they have to slip in through a very tiny hole in this small little bottom corner of an old defunct railroad tunnel. And it is a little claustrophobia-inducing, but also extremely fascinating and very mysterious, just like the theme is supposed to be. I love the idea of exploring little crevices and finding old historical pathways that are not very traveled and have not been seen by many people. That just really spikes my historical intrigue. And I was very much, that itch was scratched in this movie. I love when they're in this like really untraveled area of the catacombs and you can literally see like old road signs, like street signs that they've carved into the rock. And so it's like back in the day, they used to, this was so crazy. The catacombs were so diverse and expansive that they literally had street signs so that you wouldn't get lost. It's like literally an underground city. It's like literally a necropolis, which is just so metal. I just, I love that. Uh, And they really showed that in the movie as the entire film, they are getting deeper and deeper. And for most of it, against their will at some point they get lost and turned around and it's just like those movies like Blair Witch or Grave Encounters where it's a found footage film where you're going through a labyrinth and you turn around and the way that you just went is no longer accessible so you can't go back so you only have to go forward and just like the tagline of this movie the only way out is down. And that's where this movie really hits its stride. It's the atmosphere, it's the 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 horror of the situation where you have to move forward and you know that what's forward is very horrifying and scary, but you also know that what's behind you is also horrifying and scary. And you're also a little bit of survival in here, much like the Blair Witch, once again, where it's like, I can't just stay here. You only have so much battery life on your helmets and flashlights. You don't have much food and water. And plus, on top of everything, if you stay here, you're going to go insane. And of course, because this movie is all about this kind of occult, uh, old magic, alchemy themes... That is the kind of thing that you're walking into. So the bottom of these catacombs, it kind of falls out and you go down this really, really deep hole. And on the other side is basically the gates of hell. And I just love that idea because it's very old, historical, occult. It's that old like Dante's Inferno idea of hell where... It's like if it was real and you're so deep in this cave and these catacombs that you you really believe it. You're like, man, no one's been down here. If they're inscribing over this little tiny tunnel that you're entering the gates of hell, I kind of believe them. And as an audience member, that is just that's very alluring. It's very uh, mysterious and it's very uh, fear inducing in a good way, in a way that is thrilling. Um, which also fits with this horror mystery thriller. Um, You're also kind of unraveling what it is about the nature of this place. Like, what does it mean? And that's very mysterious as well. 
so all in all, the, all those things about it, and the, on top of that, the found footage system that they use, the camera system is very easy uh, to watch. It's not super like vomit inducing with how shaky the cameras are and stuff like that. It's very well done. I think I guess by 2014, they started realizing that they don't need to make it super shaky. They can make a found footage film that is stable and easy to watch. That part is great. So all of those things, the setting, the uh, way that the cameras were used, and the story, the mystery behind the story is just all aces. Love it all. That being said, there are some things that are kind of rough about the movie. One of the things is the emotional overtones. There's these sentimental moments. Even the beginning where Scarlett's character is honestly just very annoying to begin with. I think it's acted well, but at the same time, like maybe it's a script writing. She just like, wow, she just, she's so reckless that you just, it gives you anxiety and you're, she's kind of annoying. She just keeps going with it, which you could maybe make your argument that that's her character. And the fact that uh, me and my girlfriend who were watching it were so annoyed is maybe she's playing that character well. But at some point you want to have somewhat likable characters, especially in a movie like this. So Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I do know that her relationship with the guy named George, who she went to Paris to translate the Aramaic uh, text to, they had this history that they were hinting at, and their whole relationship, it's just very shoehorned, and the acting with it comes to their interactions was just a little yikesy and it didn't really sell me at all. And then at some point later in the movie, after they've done all that, they're doing all this action. The movie is mostly just like survival, like get to the next place, do the next thing. And so for them to stop and have this like emotional conversation in the middle of all this horrible things, it just wasn't set up very well. And so when it happens, you're just like, wow, okay, moving on. Like that was kind of awkward. Uh, and then the ending. The ending is up for debate, uh, much like last week's Autopsy of Jane Doe. You could argue a lot of things, and because it's mysterious, I don't want to reveal what it is exactly. I'd rather you watch it and find out for yourself. But I will say that me and my girlfriend were maybe a little disappointed. Um, she pointed out how kind of lame it was, and I was like, I could definitely see that being... A little bit lame. I could also try to stretch the concept a little bit to make it make sense and maybe say that it was fine, but still, I feel like I'm stretching a little bit. I think as a satisfying ending, it just didn't really do it for me or my girlfriend and is a little disappointing, but at the same time, much like last week's Autopsy of Jane Doe, the they had such a cool premise and such a mysterious idea that they may have written themselves into a bit of a corner. And so for the characters to have the resolution that they wanted, I think that they had to be, I don't know if it's less creative or just tie everything up a little bit too well, in my opinion. Uh, But other than some emotional, the acting wasn't amazing and when they tried to be sentimental it just didn't really it just didn't really land the way i think they were hoping it would it felt a little bit like an afterthought and so it was more a fun journey than it was like a great piece of cinema like autopsy of jane doe i could honestly say is like a great piece of cinema this movie is more fun 
not that I wouldn't recommend it. I still, if you if you listen to this and think that that setting and that idea sounds fun, you're going to have a good time. I'm going to give it a seven out of ten because it was a solid movie. And that there were some drawbacks, but for the most part, I rather enjoyed it. I think it was a really fun ride, and um, if you like horror mystery thrillers, it's definitely one that I would recommend. Especially if you like that whole occult idea. Uh, there's a lot of occultism in it and magic like actual historical magic, not like Harry Potter. Uh, so you have all these old symbols, and if you're really into the occult, you might be able to pick up on some tiny little things here and there. So, And there isn't like that many movies that really gets that deep into it. So if you're really into that old occult, old magic, uh, with all the symbols and everything, then uh, you'll be happy with this film. Um, okay, so that's it for today, and next week we are going to get into The Taking of Deborah Logan. Same year, 2014, also a found footage film. I didn't really realize it was going to be like that when I started it, but it seems like I have like a little mini theme of found footage films. Apparently horror mystery thrillers like to be found footage. Uh, this one, once again, I'm going to hold back a lot of comments because... Uh, I've already watched it, so you'll just have to find out next week what I think about it. But I will say that just like As Above, So Below, it also does a pretty good job at not making me want to throw up with the found footage stuff. So I guess they really, by 2014, got a handle on that whole um, craft of making found footage films not so shaky and disorienting. So that's it for me this week. I hope you guys have a good week, and I will see you next Friday.